how do you show up in your community, in your business, in your life? That's what today's guest, Patrick Hunt, talks about. Hello, everyone. This is Big Ideas Welcome. I'm Chris McAdoo and is always honored to be in your ears. Patrick Hunt. He's the chief strategy officer at a company called Lirio. I want you to look them up because they're doing incredible things. Patrick is the vision caster. He's the big idea generator for that incredible technology. Patrick's got over 30 years of experience building companies himself, consulting with Fortune 1000 companies knee deep in technology early stage, emerging startups. Patrick is a person that understands risk, when to take it, why to take it, and who to take it for. He's got a background in digital product development, behavioral economics, marketing automation, user research, and more. I think you are going to get a lot out of Patrick's episode today. He's also a frequent mentor to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. So (laughs) founders with companies large and small and everywhere in between. We have a great conversation today about what that means to show up, what it means to be a leader, not only for your company, but for yourself and for your community. Thanks as always to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a little nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of the maker city, otherwise known as downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. I really hope uh, that you get as much out of this conversation as I did. And I hope that you learn how to show up. Y'all, meet Patrick Hunt. Hey, my name is Patrick Hunt, Chief Evangelist of Lirio, and my big idea is that to have a burgeoning, successful technology ecosystem, you've got to show up. So when you're talking about tech entrepreneurship, define what you mean by that on a personal scale yourself, as well as a community scale for folks that are listening, kind of, you know, sort of wanting to understand what that means. So entrepreneurship is the idea of creating companies and businesses that create jobs that grow and create prosperity for workers uh, and their families. So every business has some element of technology, but I'm talking about technology focused businesses, like creating technology solutions uh, that create, again, economic prosperity for the users of the technology or for the families uh, that are involved in running that business. You could have uh, one that organizes audio video footage uh, so that people can easily uh, find what they need for a creative project. But you could also have technology that is uh, sort of deeper uh, and more scientifically rooted uh, in, for example, Uh, climate tech um, or artificial intelligence like we use at Lirio um, or, or other types of, of of really meaningful, important uh, technologies that could change the world. There are some really great assets that exist in this community. And what I'm really talking about is just getting everybody aligned and rowing in the same direction. And it's just a leveling up of some of the things we're already doing. Now you might ask what are some of the gaps might be the sort of the next logical question. And I don't know that, right? That's I think part of uh, one of the things that needs to occur today is try to figure out where the gaps exist. Like 
for many years, all anyone in this area talked about was access to capital, right? Well, that's changed for the better in a lot of ways. We have new venture capital funds that didn't exist previously. We have more active angel investing going on in the community. There's a new venture capital fund that's getting ready to be started this fall. Um, So there's some exciting stuff that's happening from an access to capital standpoint, but we haven't really stepped back and reassessed where we were, where we are today, and what needs to continue to, to change over time to support technology and entrepreneurship. Because of where we are, Knoxville as a region, as the maker city, you know, a lot of our technology is uh, either intellectual property creation, right? Or it's combining a software, a, an intellectual property technological application with a hard manufacturing, right? Yep. Um, so what are some of the specific opportunities that you see in our uh, in our economic climate, in our entrepreneurial ecosystem, um, that that if those opportunities and resources align, what are some of those things that you see being able to happen here um, over the course of the next few years? If you're looking for themes like that are common to this region that you might not find elsewhere or where we're particularly strong, I think the deep scientific research that we have through uh, not just ORNL and the University of Tennessee, but through other area uh, educational and research institutions, uh, even our community colleges, um, but also organizations like EPRI, the Electric Power Research Institute, which has a significant presence in our community here. And as you start to look across those uh, organizations, climate, clean tech, clean energy, and related technologies are incredibly deep in terms of the level of expertise and innovation that's already happening here, hold tremendous promise from a commercial application standpoint, and solve perhaps what is the world's most pressing issue we face today as human beings. So there, there's a tremendous amount of opportunities specifically in climate tech and clean energy and a whole range of solutions for which there are massive need and market opportunity. But there are many others, right? The University of Tennessee is a le- and Oak Ridge National Lab are leaders in artificial intelligence. You know, the head of AI at UT is the former uh, deputy director of the White House uh, for artificial intelligence and technology. Uh, so we've got some real deep expertise and national leadership uh, in the AI area as well. Um, so there's really a, a lot of rich technology opportunities that exist in those organizations and in the minds and the hearts of entrepreneurs. What are some of the common pain points and or opportunities that you have seen folks work through in building a technology first company? You know, that you've seen yourself as an entrepreneur, as well as uh, a frequent uh, mentor and facilitator for programs like Inflection Point at, you know, Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. Um, What are some of the common, yeah, what are some of the common things that people tend to go through and the common opportunities where they can take it, where they can step up and become leaders to share those resources, right? Many entrepreneurs that I encounter here are first-time entrepreneurs. 
Uh, maybe they held a leadership role in another company before deciding to launch their company and product. Uh, maybe not. Um, but they, they just don't know where to start. And that's where organizations like Knoxville Entrepreneur Center come into, come into play and, and really able to help guide entrepreneurs through that initial stages of the journey. So that is one. Um, I think two is talent, right? Having access to a, a deep, rich talent pool. Um, the, and, and how to coalesce that community. Um, but we really have to uh, continue to support, um, you know, growth and development as well as educational and recreational opportunities for talented technology, you know, people who will want to live and work and play here. And the third remains access to capital, right? Even though the community has made tremendous strides uh, in early stage, high risk uh, capital, um, I think we still trail uh, probably peer uh, communities and the kind of capital we really need. And, and frankly, that last point about early stage high risk capital is also a big part of a mind shift that needs to occur that there we locally there, my, my perception anyway, is that there is a, a lack of tolerance for investing in early stage high risk business ideas. As a person who has both been uh, been part of a team that started companies um been a been an entrepreneur yourself and now you're sort of folding into to to Lirio and you've been a part of growth stage companies you've been a part of marketing companies you've played a role as a mentor in building others you know up what is the biggest ask, let's imagine there's a person, you know, listening to this podcast right now. She is a, a potential, or maybe she is a tech entrepreneur. Maybe she is questioning like, well, what can I do? What's a step that I could take to take that responsibility, to be a leader, to take my resources and use them to build, you know, and, and use and use my resources to help, you know, build up a community. So from your personal standpoint, what's a clarion call for folks? Show up, right? You can't be so insular and so focused on your business, right? Starting a business is hard. Um, managing a growing business is hard. Um, but you can't be so insular and so focused on exclusively that business to the exclusion of benefit of the broader community. So that entrepreneur that you identified needs to show up at KEC, needs to show up at the chamber, needs to show up at Innovate 6-5 Week and Startup Day um, and be actively engaged in the broader community. And that's true of everyone. It's not just about the big idea. It's having the big idea and then doing the work to make it happen over and over and over again on this podcast. I hope that that comes across with every person that we talk to. It's someone that had a big idea, has a big idea, and follows through with it. And that's followed through with it, not just personally, but with a team of people. And in Patrick Hunt's case, with a community of people aligning government resources with private resources, with personal hustle, with the ability to take risk. 
And I hope that's what you got out of this is, is, is aligning values and rowing in the same direction so that we all share risk, but we also share reward. So thank you very much to Patrick for, for visiting us. Thank you uh, also to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center who makes this podcast and so many other things possible. Uh, you can learn more at knoxec.com or follow Knoxville Entrepreneur Center on any and all of the social platforms. You can also learn more about Patrick at ongoingventure.com and Lirio at Lirio.com. As always, I am Chris McAdoo, and as always, I am honored to be in your ears sharing these big ideas, sharing these incredible people and their stories with you. If you want to share some stories, hit me up. Hello at BigIdeasWelcome.com. Let me know what you got going on. Let me know what you think about the show as we go in and out of you know slightly different formats, trying to keep it tight and entertaining for everyone. Um, also, go give us a rating. It helps so much with our reach, and I want the folks that are on this show to reach as many people as possible. Y'all, it's been a great show. Thanks again. Now, let's get to work. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxec.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.